We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's, and yet as mortal as his own. We know now that as human beings busied themselves about their various concerns, they were scrutinized and studied, perhaps almost as narrowly as a man with a microscope might scrutinize the transient creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. Welcome, Welcome to, to Rapidly, Rapidly Rotating, Rotating Records, Records, an hour of terrifying music with yours truly, the ghost of Glenn Robison. This is a special Halloween edition of the show, featuring songs from Rapidly Rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s about ghosts, witches, black cats, haunted houses, and even a zombie or two. Halloween's origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. The Celts, who lived 2,000 years ago in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and northern France, celebrated their new year on November 1st. This day marked the end of summer and of the harvest, and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year often associated with death. Celts believed that on the night before the new year, the ghosts of the dead returned to earth, causing trouble and damaging crops. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain, with the Druids, or Celtic priests, building huge bonfires for burning crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. During the celebration, the Celts wore costumes, typically consisting of animal heads and skins, and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. When the celebration was over, they relit their hearth fires from the sacred bonfire to help protect them during the coming winter. We're going to begin this evening's festivities with some ghostly songs. Thank <laughs> you. 
Some ghastly, ghostly tunes to start off this special Halloween edition of Rapidly Rotating Records. We began with Swamp Ghosts by Wayne King and his orchestra from Victor 22600, made November 5, 1930. Not only did Burke Bevins sing the vocal refrain, he probably didn't have any trouble remembering the words, since he wrote them, as well as the music. Next, the Six Brown Brothers with Ghost of the Saxophone, written by F. Henry Clickman. It was also recorded by Collins and Harland and the Hurtado Brothers, but the Six Brown Brothers recording appears to be the first, made May 9, 1917, issued on Victor 18309. We finished up with another instrumental apparition, Ghost of the Banjo, written by the Wizard of the Strings, Roy Smeck, and played by Smack with Art Kahn on piano. The duo first recorded Ghost of the Banjo for Columbia on June 17, 1927, but those three takes were rejected. Four days later, they went into the Victor Studios and for some reason recorded Ghost of the Banjo with Roy Smack on guitar. I know, it wasn't issued. They went back to Columbia on July 20, 1927, and produced the master for Columbia 1127-D with, as you heard, Smack on Banjo. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Haunted houses are a popular Halloween theme, and here's a most melodic haunted house. I say, I say, Sebastian, are you in bed? Come out here. I can't. I'm in my nightwear. Oh, well, never mind, then. I don't want to tell you that your bed is supposed to be haunted. I don't suppose that'll worry you. Breakfast at nine, if you're alive to eat any. Good night. Oh, I see. Look here. I can't stay in here. I mean, my mother told me to keep away from the spirits. I say, hello, my good fellow. Hello. Squeak and 
the windows creak and the ceilings leak Cause the roof's antique If you hear a shriek and your legs feel weak It's the haunted house There's a dismal moan like a weird trombone And an old ham bone is suddenly thrown You are all alone with a great unknown In the haunted house There's only one good spirit It's a spirit in the bottle With shaking hands you pull the cork And pour some down your throat There's a bank of chains and the smell of drains And a gory stain where the duke was slain If you've got chill blains and varicose pains in the haunted house. From the old oak beam hangs a corpse you seem to feel a wet stream with a sinister gleam and you wake with a scream from a horrible dream of the haunted house. But a cavalier with a dreadful leer tries to disappear through the chiffonier and you cling with fear to the chandelier. It's the haunted house. The air is full of clammy claws that clutch you by the collar. So gargle night and morning just in case you have to holler. There are lights and spites and awful frights in flesh being tights, but at dead of night comes a woman in white, so you're quite all right in the haunted house. When the old church clock strikes twelve, there's a knock with a sudden shock. You remember the lock on the door, there's a crock, oh, why do you mock at the haunted house? It's as black as pitch and your eyeballs twitch in the darkest snitch. It's a dirty witch and the lighting switch is out of reach in the haunted house. When the slavey spills a gravy, why is she so pallid? Something poked her in the pantry when she fetched the salad. I'm filled with dread, yes, I'm nearly dead. I saw her head underneath my bed. Come out if you can, I can do with a man. In the haunted house.
Well, it's not just houses that get haunted. We just heard Duke Ellington's orchestra with an Ellington original, Haunted Nights, from Bluebird B-6727-B, recorded September 16, 1929. That was preceded by Edison's house band, the Broadway Dance Orchestra, with Henry Bussey's tune, Haunting Blues. Edison Diamond Disc 51013 was recorded July 11, 1922. This was an instrumental, but there are words written by Walter Hirsch, the chorus of which goes, Haunting blues, they're the blues I can't lose. They follow me, I know I can't refuse that melody. They're on my mind, I can't chase them away, I'll lose my shoes. I know that those haunting blues are here to stay. When I weep, they repeat. I can't sleep, I can't eat. How they haunt, how they taunt and accuse. And it's true that each time I feel blue, filled with regret, I find that I can't forget those haunting blues. Before the haunting blues was Haunted Road Blues, performed there by Ashley and Foster. Ashley is Clarence Ashley, better known as Tom Ashley. He was born into a family of traditional musicians near Mountain City in eastern Tennessee and was playing banjo and guitar before his teens. His recording career began in 1920 with the Blue Ridge Mountain Entertainers and lasted 13 years, during which time he made about 60 sides for five different labels, some solo, some with the Carolina Tar Heels, and some with harmonica player Gwen Foster, the Foster in Ashley and Foster. Tom Ashley was still performing in the 1960s and died in 1967. Haunted Road Blues is from Broadway 4076, recorded December 2, 1931. We started with Ray Noble directing the new Mayfair Dance Orchestra and The Haunted House, recorded in London on October 23, 1931. The speakers at the beginning were Ray Noble and Max Kester, who also wrote The Haunted House. The vocal refrain was by the three Jenks, in this particular case, Al Boley, Bobby Comer, and Leonard Henry. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. Black cats are another common theme around Halloween. Here's Memphis Minnie, who's got the black cat blues. I wouldn't know what I would do 
Last segment, we had a guitar and harmonica duet, and we just heard another, this time without the singing. Bobby Lacan and Robert Cooksey recorded Black Cat Bone as a simple duet for Victor on September 27, 1926. It's a nice record, but I opted for the later version we just heard by a jazz blues group the pair formed called the Dixie Jazzers Washboard Band. They recorded four sides for Path A Actuel in July of 1927. This one issued as Perfect 139. Thomas Morris was on cornet, Mike Jackson on piano, and Eddie Edinburgh played washboard and drums. For having recorded nearly 50 sides together, either under their own names or backing others, very little is known about the pair. Bobby Lacan was born around April 1897 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the same city where he died May 3, 1946, and was buried at Eden Cemetery. Robert Cooksey was born in 1893 in Erin, Tennessee, and died in 1936 in the Bronx. Lacan and Cooksey entertained patrons of the Standard, Royal, and Lincoln Theaters in Philadelphia, and Lacan also had regular gigs in Harlem and Atlantic City. As for the title Black Cat Bone, a black cat bone is a type of lucky charm used in the hoodoo magic tradition, believed to bring invisibility, good luck, rebirth after death, and romantic success. And I'm not even going to go into just how one obtains a magic black cat bone. That would be too gruesome even for this Halloween show. Memphis Minnie started things off with Black Cat Blues, singing about the black cat she carries everywhere she goes, and the kitty everybody wants to buy that she won't sell to save your soul. Minnie McCoy's composition Black Cat Blues was recorded in Chicago on May 27, 1936, and features Bob Settles on bass. It was released on Vocalion 03581. What else comes to mind when you think of Halloween? That's right, witches. Here's Frank Westfall. Thank you. 
the waiting hour of the midnight when the world is fast asleep. The dream man never bothers me as around the town I creep. The night is full of witches on a broomstick how they sway. The world is a world of beautiful girls. So how can I help but say? Witches, 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 which witches, the witch for me. George Wilton Ballard, trying to figure out which witch is the witch for him. Witches, written by Harry Tierney, is from Edison Blue Amberall Cylinder 3829, dubbed from an unissued Edison Diamond disc recorded May 23, 1919. Tenor George Wilton Ballard was born November 24, 1876, in Syracuse, New York, to Alfred George Ballard and Mary Wilton. His recording career began in 1910 on U.S. Everlasting Cylinder Records, and his first recording for Edison was released in 1914. He was one of Edison's most popular tenors, making a total of about 140 sides before retiring from studio work in 1923. Following his musical career, from 1939 he was employed as a diamond specialist and salesman for Howe's Jewelry Store in Syracuse. He died April 6, 1950, while at work, and is buried in the Amber Cemetery in Amber, New York, alongside his wife, Della, who died in 1970. Before George Ballard was pianist Frank Westfall and his orchestra with Greenwich Witch, written by Zez Confrey, 
who also recorded it around August of 1921. Westfall's recording was made around December 8, 1922, and issued on Columbia A-3786. If you like that record, you can get it and two dozen other great Westfall records made between 1922 and 1924 on the Rivermont CD, Frank Westfall and His Orchestra, Oh Sister Ain't That Hot. It's available at rivermontrecords.com. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're available each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7 KISL Avalon and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7 on demand anytime at all online at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories and the Syncopated Times radio network. Doing our part to keep alive the music of the 1920s and 30s, this is Rapidly Rotating Records, Sunday evenings at 6 on KISL-FM 88.7 Avalon, and available anytime on demand online at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. Here to start off the final segment of this special Halloween edition of Rapidly Rotating Records is Charles Elgar and his Creole Orchestra.
how to end a show, Halloween or otherwise. Cliff Jackson and his crazy cats, crazy with a C, but cats with a K, and the Terror, apparently a nickname for pianist Cliff Jackson. With the help of white band contractor Marvin Smolyev, Jackson's band made a total of 12 sides, but with only three under Jackson's name, the rest credited to Marvin Smolyev and his syncopators. The record we heard was Van Dyke 81879, as by the Newport Syncopators, from a session around February 27, 1930, and Marvin Smolyev manages to get co-composer credit on the label as well. That was Take B with Take A, issued on Radix 934. Before the terror, Gene Cardos and his orchestra with Zombie from Banner 33114-B, made June 26, 1934. Zombie was written by Gene Cardos and may have been inspired by the 1932 Bela Lugosi picture White Zombie, the first movie to specifically identify characters as zombies. Getting into the spirit of Halloween, I watched White Zombie last night, and tonight I'll be presenting an outdoor movie night screening of Dawn of the Dead for the neighborhood. That movie is enough to give you nightmares... And we started the segment with one by Charles Elgar's Creole Orchestra. Brunswick 3404 was recorded September 17, 1916, and Nightmare was written by Len Riley, Billy Myers, and Al Handler. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I 
thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>